Here comes the jingle. Welcome, welcome to the English podcast. We're talking about the Yes, welcome, welcome to another episode of the English podcast with Tommy. And I am, pardon me, I am Tommy from the English podcast with Tommy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Buenos dias, buenas tardes, buenas noches. Today, I've got a guest who sat in front of me. And she's normally on this side of the podcast. Normally she's the host, but today I've managed to bring her screaming and shouting onto the other side of the podcast. I'd like to welcome on her English podcast with Dave, Tommy debut teacher, if any. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy, for being for having me here. I am very excited for being here. Quite nervous. I don't know if I am nervous. It's, the reason is because, as you said, I, I've never been in the other side of the podcast, you know, because mm. I, I also have a podcast, uh, the Article Reading Club podcast. You can find it on, on Spotify. And it's weird to be here, uh, you know, like the person who is going to be answering questions and so on. But I'm very excited to be here. Um, I'm, I'm Irene. I'm from Costa Rica. I've been living here almost all my life. I lived in Spain for, for a while. As well, I was uh, living in the Canary Islands. It, it was very nice and exciting. And yes, I've been teaching English as a second language for almost nine years now. And you can find me as All About English with Irene on Instagram, on Facebook, and on TikTok as well. And yes, thank you for having me here. My reaction to that was like, how could you? You know, that's that's my part. You know, that was meant to be the end of it. Yeah, that's now that's known. Hey, 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 don't worry, don't worry, sister, don't worry. That saved me a lot of work. <laughs> that saved me a lot of work, but we'll come back to that later. <clears throat> we'll come back to that later. How we can find you all over social media. We'll get that back in. We'll draw the magic box, and you'll be able to put all of the social media stuff into the magic box. But you're not here to talk about you in Costa Rica, right? You're not here to talk about your podcast. Believe you brought on something called. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Is that right? Yes, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I would say that nowadays this is one of my favorites, uh, my favorite series so far. Um I have watched uh the first two seasons twice, <laughs> and I finished this the fifth season last week. Um this this uh, series has five seasons, and unfortunately, that was the last one. Oh wow, so when we get to the episode, when we get to the end of season five, that's it. We're not going to get any more of it. There's no more of Mrs. Maisel. No, no, no. It's that and my it heart. is. Well, yeah, it, it broke my heart. Actually, the ending as well. Of course, I'm not going to do any spoiler, but the ending is mm, quite weird. I had to go and read some articles to see if I could understand what was what was going on with that ending. But yeah, yeah the, I have to watch it again. I have to watch uh, the whole series because what well, we are going to be discussing about it. But it wow, it has a lot of things to to discuss, to take from 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 the series. If you are a person, of course, that like to analyze and go beyond what you're watching, it's not just watching and scrolling on this, on Instagram and, you know, what everybody used to do. Yeah. But if you, if you really like to analyze it, it this is a perfect series. 
And um, I'm just doing a bit of background information, background research here in the back because I've never heard of you know the moment you talked to me about the moment you wrote this to me, I was like, what the hell is this? I never heard of this. You know, it's like something completely bamboozled me. Normally things don't bamboozle me so much, but this completely took me out of the train, completely, you know, took me out of the platform, you know, completely screwed me up, you know, in the head. I was like, what? Never heard of this. So I'm just doing a quick background if background look here. It looks like it starts in 1958, in season one, in New York City. Um and ends sometime in the way in the 2000s it's out the yes yes in in that's that's what surprised me because it it turned on into something very different like you didn't you were not expecting that you know mm. you you were not expecting that it started in the in the late um yeah in the 50s and the 60s more or less and then mm. It goes obviously in the fifth uh, season. It doesn't go to the two thousands, you know, like immediately. But it uh, there are a lot of things happening, and then at the end, everything uh, finishes in two thousand five, if I'm not mistaken. So it's seen like her her own progress, like from nineteen fifties to uh, the 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 twenties, and it was uh, quite incredible to to see all her progress. I'm, I'm going to tell you why uh, later on. Okay, so just a quick one there. What is what is, what is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? What is this about? Like, because, you know, there are still people thinking, still people trying to get their heads around this because it feels quite, it, it feels quite strange. What is this? Tell us a little bit about what this series is about, who we see, what they're What, what is the story about? Because with a series, there's always a story, you know, and um, there's got, there must be a story if there is a series. So tell us a little bit about the story that we, we will encounter. Sure. Uh, this, this series is, as you said, it happens or uh, the show is set in the 19s, uh, in the 1950s and 60s, and it happens in New York you're always going to see the same characters. There's nothing uh, changing in in within the seasons, right? Mm. Um, and this is um, Mrs. Maisel is a young Jewish uh, housewife living in New York, living in this big flat and having this privileged life, right? Everything is perfect in her life. Her outfits are beautiful. She's always thinking about having a perfect outfit and she has two children. One is like, when the series starts uh, one is like four years old and the other one is is just like months you know like nine eight months and uh, she's married but she started realizing that this is not what she wants to do you know like she doesn't want to be a wife a housewife and and to be in her house the whole life and she realizes that she's very good as a comedian so you can imagine a jewish woman being a stand-up uh, comedian in front of a lot of men who no. are smoking right who are drinking who are probably cheating on her on, on their wives and it's it, it has a lot of themes in this there are a lot of things as I as I said before uh, there are a lot of things to take in this no. uh, but uh, while we go into the series we can see how um Mitch, that's her name, Mitch, 
he she goes like trying to pursue her dream to become a comedian. Of course, there are a lot of challenges. The first challenge is her her husband. The second challenge is her parents who live next to her in the other flat. So yeah. obviously going at night, like at 11, imagine a woman in this era, like yeah. the 50s, going outside at 11 p.m. in front of a lot of guys, as I said before, and then returning to her house at 5 a.m. So I, I can imagine, you know, I mean, obviously with this, this podcast is doesn't want to be racist, doesn't want to be sexist, doesn't want to, you know, none of the ist words here, none of the ist words here. But I can imagine that being Jewish, she tries, she has a lot of jokes about her own heritage. Says, am I, am I going on the right, am we going yes. in the direction here? Yes, as, as we can uh, see from what I'm saying is the genre of this uh, series is comedy, obviously, yeah. right? But there are a lot of ironic messages right there behind the the table right and and she absolutely does a lot of jokes of jewish a lot of jokes of um how women are treated in the in that moment in the society so yeah. yes it's, it's very interesting and it's very funny um however if we i mean we are not american so Sometimes some of the jokes are like, mm, you know, because you're not American. So, of course, you're not probably understand like some things that uh, that she's uh, saying, for example, with the Kennedy president. Oh, she oh. jokes a lot with the Kennedy president and things that are happening at that moment in hmm. that era, as I said. So sometimes is uh, yeah, you just uh, continue watching the series without understanding some of the jokes. But what I liked the most are the themes that we can see uh, in this series. Okay. I get, you know, I can imagine the jokes about about Kennedy. You know, and I can imagine a few jokes about sexism in the 1950s and the 60s. Um, they were going to be listening to thinking to themselves, okay, but, you know, it's a series and, you know, there's probably, Ameri as it's an American series, this probably goes on for a long time. You know, each season probably has... 18 to 20 episodes so you know it's probably going to end up being the same sort of jokes every time is that true or is it or does it have a variety of different topics going in through the different seasons mm -hmm. yes um in season number one is she's starting right and then uh suddenly she met her manager which is a very funny girl and she is totally different the opposite to mitch so she is very masculine and she wears like a man. So it's, as I said, the opposite. So it's very funny to see the combination between them. And um, the manager can also, I mean, like would, would like also to pursue this uh, dream of become this famous person who uh, discovers the artists because she suddenly like in in the in their next episodes or in the next seasons she starts looking for some other artists to do the same right men and not women not women uh, specifically but men and it's very funny how they start like having some adventures for example they go on a on a on a trip with an artist with a singer and she does stand up comedy in front of the soldiers 
that are going to Vietnam. You know, so it's there's a lot uh, on on the on the table there. Again, as I said, there are a lot of uh, jokes that are related to to being in the army and so on, right? Like going to the war, and at the end, um, it's it's very interesting. Everything that goes uh, on that and on on that series, and and as I was saying, there is like an authentic English language here. Um, we are going to find a lot of idiomatic expression. There's a bunch of idiomatic expressions that we can find in American English from the 50s, from the 60s, because they they use words that I've never heard about. There. Or, for example, idioms like two, two peas in a pot. Like, right. for example, if you are very similar to someone, right? So they, they are two peas in, in a pot or I have to dash, like I have to go, right? Yeah. And uh, gravel, for example, or schmuck, which is an idiot. Well, and... yeah. schmuck, schmuck is a very schmuck is a is a Hebraic word, I believe. I believe it's a word that we that we have taken from Hebrew, and or from Yiddish, maybe Yiddish or Hebrew, and we've used it and we sort of use it in the English language. And you quite so quite mm. quite rightly said, schmuck is is an idiot. Hey, you're a schmuck, you know. So uh-huh. you, I can imagine. Can imagine the, one of the characters saying this, and this was where I was going to lead into what can we find in the series. And you quite know, quite really, quite nicely went into it straight away. There's idiomatic expressions. It's genuine English language series, obviously. And um, what else can we find while we're while we're watching this series? And obviously, apart from the topics, what other sort of language can we find? What other things can we come across when we get when we get our when we get stuck into this series? Well, I really like the fact that there is like this theme of identity and self-discovery because Mitch realizes that yes, she doesn't want she doesn't want to be this housewife and she doesn't want to take care of her children and and that's very sad. I I'm always thinking about this, you know, because at the end of the of season number 5, you can see how I'm not going to do spoiler so more or less like how Her children, who are not children anymore, they are grown up, quite hate her, you know, because she was never there. She was yeah. never in their house. She was never asking for their, uh, like, how they were, like, how they were feeling, etc. right? So yeah. but this is very sad. But at the same time, I really like how she was fighting for her dreams, you know, like, literally convincing her that she was very good at what she was doing. Um, and nobody at the very beginning, nobody believed her. Nobody believed in her. Nobody wanted to give her that chance to be in front of a lot of people. And she has to go, unfortunately, on difficult moments and um, stand up on places that she was not thinking about it just to get this uh, moment of fame. Right. So the self-discovery is something that I really liked it as, as she is, you know, um, going to to those challenges uh society societal expectations as well yeah. and something else that you can find there is the gender roles mm. and feminism of course definitely feminism and gender roles are some are things that you can find very marked in this series yeah. um for example the the decision of becoming a comedian is not something that a wife or a mother would would uh, make right mm. 
and also the family relationships because she got divorced, but she continues having this good relationship with with her ex husband, yeah. and I really liked her. I really like how how they manage this relationship. There is ambition as well, pursuing the dreams, um, ambition on having more and more because at the end of the of the season, at, at the end of the series, you can see uh, this ambition, and and you can see how empty or or lonely she was at the end you know because of not resting every time that she could she was taking opportunities to be better and better and more famous and more yeah famous basically mm-hmm. and yeah and, and also stereotypes as we were talking about like the jewish there are a lot of stereotypes with jewish there uh, they're going to the mass or i don't know if mass would be the word but there are a lot of things that you can take, as I said before. Okay. Um, so, you know, learners have got quite a lot that they can immerse themselves in. And then comes the question, what level should I be? You know, because a lot a lot goes into this. And, you know, a lot of people are going to be thinking, hey, that series really sounds like something I could get into. Only I'm not sure about whether it's for my level. So tell me, and let's be truthful, you know, what level should we be? Should we want to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yes, this is a very good question. I consider myself an advanced level. And sometimes uh, I, well, I always uh, watch series with English subtitles, you know, to learn uh, words because I read them and I get them and I can uh, take notes on that, on the on it. And even for me, it was very challenging sometimes to get on the idiomatic expressions, the words that they were using. They were old words, as I said, mm. uh, old English. I don't know if that that would be the the way way the good way to say it. But if you are an intermediate, advanced student or learner, it will be very nice that you start uh, watching the series to practice. Um, I always recommend my students watching series with a note a notepad or um, you know like a, an app on the cell phone that they can take for example they can categorize it so you categorize that note as mrs Maisel, and then inside that note you you don't have to be with your cell phone all the time but as soon as you see a word you can write it down and then later on after the, the episode you go and explore a little bit more on yeah. how uh, Mitch or whoever used the war and so on. But this is definitely for intermediate, advanced, I would say advanced students. Okay. So if I'm lower, if I'm a lower intermediate, or, you know, sort of an A2, A2 students, would you recommend this to me? You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to poke any holes in this episode, by the way. I'm just, you know, just, there are lots of A2 students out there who might think this is, this sounds really good. What would you recommend? Would you recommend this to them? Yes, I always recommend uh, watching series. Sometimes the problem is that we start feeling or my students start feeling frustrated like teachers because I didn't understand anything. And yeah, probably that was not your level, right? But if you are going to watch it and you consider that that's not your level, be patient, you know, be compassionate. Uh, Watch it again. You can watch the series. I mean, the episodes one and another time and you know like nobody is telling you that you just have to watch it once so 
I recommend even uh, for not beginners, of course, but yeah, uh, definitely intermediate uh, students can can watch it with subtitles, of course, and um, being being compassionate with the progress and and the understanding, of course. Super. Now we're coming to the part where we draw the magic box. I promised you at the beginning when you originally introduced yourself and you told us how we can find you that I would draw a magic box for you. Now, with my fingers, I'm going to draw that magic box that only you can see. And dear listeners, you know what this magic box means. This means where the guest here, Irene, can put her magic, put her contact details in here and can let us know how we can find her. So, how can we find you on social media? Thank you. I should have done that later. But yeah, I hey, did it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Twice is better than doing it once. You know, do it yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. So People you got it, it, guys. You got it twice. Um, thank you. Yes, for that magic box. Um, you can find me on Instagram as All About English with Irene. And 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 I just yeah, placed in, I just placed it in there for you. You know, I'm just. Uh, okay. I felt the compassion. I felt. I felt the need to just. Insert your Instagram handle into the magic box. And you said you also said you can find you on TikTok as well. On TikTok, yes, you can find me on TikTok as well. Uh, on Facebook, um and I um well uh, I have this podcast, uh, the Article Reading Club, that belongs to a membership I has I have, sorry, which is the Article Reading Club. And there we read articles and we discuss them. And nowadays we are developing the second season, which is on sustainable development goals. So yes, that's how you can find me and, and mostly what I do. Super. So there we go, dear listeners. There's no excuse to now come and say to me, I don't know how to improve my English and I don't know how to contact Irene here because you've got the magic box. You've got all the details in that magic box and they'll be placing that magic box underneath the program notes. Dear listeners, if I have anything you say to me, I don't know where to start with what, I don't know what to watch. There will be consequences because now we, we come to, we've got this episode and we have something, something new that we can use to improve our English. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel presented to us by the Marvelous Miss Irene. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy, for the opportunity. This is my first podcast and it was amazing to speak about one of my favorite series. I uh, didn't mention that this is uh, on Amazon. It's not on Netflix. It's not on HBO. Um, so you can find it on Amazon and I really hope that you can enjoy it as much as me. Super. We will go and enjoy it. And you, dear listeners, you will go and enjoy it again. You will go and enjoy that series as well. And you'll join me again very soon for another episode of the English Podcast with Tommy. It's another what, It's another goodbye from Costa Rica. Bye-bye. Thank you. And it's another goodbye from here in Germany. Goodbye now.